questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. How would you feel if you knew that an untested technology is being deployed with no government oversight, no transparency, no public input, no regulations, and no long-term studies on health and environmental impacts? How would you feel if you knew sensors are rolling out to be installed in everything, from clothing, appliances, building materials, automobiles, cosmetics, toys, computers, furniture, etc., turning our world into the Internet of Things as a component of this untested technology? How would you feel living in a virtual reality where every single object and living thing is connected into a wireless global network, allowing every single thing we do to be completely monitored and controlled, collecting every bit of data about our lives as we go about our day? Ultimately, all this information will be sold and hacked to corporations, nations, and various alphabet agencies to be analyzed, synthesized, and made available for anyone to do as they please. Because this new untested millimeter wave frequency, known as 5G, is currently being quietly deployed under the radar. Pun intended. The unregulated fitment of 5G hazardous technologies across your towns, cities, and countryside has started in total disregard of the law by local government agencies and authorities that include known hazardous LED lighting systems, a carrier technology for the 5G coverage radiation emission blanket. Greetings, I'm your host, Mel Fabregas. And if you're new to the Veritas family, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, just click on the subscribe button. And don't forget to visit the Veritas store for MMS, hemp oil, pure organic sulfur, and much more. And if you want to get in touch with me, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. Tonight's special guest is Mark Steele. Mark has worked in research and development projects for over 30 years and is a patent writer inventor and has a number of patents in head-up display and weapon imaging systems. From his own words... A local authority, Gateshead Council, has orchestrated a criminal case and civil cases to silence me. Their then use of taxpayers' money to launch a civil court action in an attempt to take away my freedom of speech and gag me failed and they are now attempting once again to use the legal system to silence me. His website is saveusnow.org.uk And to tell us more, Mark Steele joins us directly from Northern England. Hello, Mark, and welcome to Veritas. How are you? Hi, Mel. Well, under the circumstances, I'm, I'm, I'm holding up, but it's, it, it's difficult uh, in, in, a, in a number of different ways because obviously, you know, I, I, with the best intentions, made my local authority uh, in Gateshead aware of the uh, LED, the dangers of these experimental technology, including LED street lighting, certain designs that are pretty problematic. Let me just give the, the, the audience some background as how this conversation happened. Some of our listeners brought your, your name to, to my attention just a couple of days ago. And as I usually do, I review the website, I look into your research, and I decided to make contact. And I proposed a date sometime in May, and you said to me, well, 
I don't think I'll be available those dates and perhaps even in the future. And I asked you why, and you said perhaps I'll be in prison, and maybe we should conduct this interview ASAP. So this is an unscheduled, unplanned interview. What is going on, Mark? Well, what actually happened, uh, Mel, you know, to, for, for a lot of the listeners, that 5G is a point of fact, it's a weapon system. It's not telecommunications. Try, try, try to get closer to your computer, to your microphone. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the 5G is actually a weapon system. It's not uh, as most people would believe it to be, and I know that sounds unbelievable. Uh, a lot of people believe it to have something to do with telecommunications. It's not that. 5G is a sophisticated uh, piece of uh, armory that's used on the battle space, has been used for a number of years. So this, you know, this technology is very sophisticated, has been used in battle space to attack people. The reason I know of it is because I invent products that mitigate this type of microwave radiation and what's called direct energy weapon weaponry on the battlefield. I've got a number of inventions, head-up display systems. Obviously, pilots can be attacked with this type of equipment. Uh, so the, one of the reasons why they have uh, head-up display systems in, uh, you know, in, 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 in aircraft. And then also another reason why there's a drive across the West to fully automate, to have autonomous vehicles on the battlefield. Because the toxicity levels from these type of weapons are so severe. Uh, so severe, in fact, it's one of the reasons why a significant number of troops who've actually operated in these, uh, you know, these theatres of war over the last few years come home and commit suicide. And one of the main reasons for that, they've actually got brain injury, neurological disorders and brain injury from these type of uh, weapon systems. So basically systems that interrogate battle space, can, in fact, be very, very toxic to uh, neurological uh, systems that the neurogenotoxic. Uh, recent Israeli study shows that, you know, troops being exposed to this, what we call phased array radar systems and direct energy weapon systems or you know, develop cancers, neurological disorders, etc. And this, this equipment's been around for a long, long time. So you can, you can imagine, I was pretty surprised when, we had uh, had this this this, LED, this new LED street light fitted, and I had uh, you know I'd had, I'd had a couple of very strange nights. Couldn't sleep. I normally sleep very very well, uh, and I had a neighbour one one in particular on, on the door said since the lights had been installed, she had developed nosebleeds. I knew immediately that that was not correct. You can't get nosebleeds from LED streetlights. However, I noticed there was a small antenna on the top of the streetlight. And I thought, well, you know, I couldn't believe that anybody would put a, anything strong enough or powerful enough uh, fitted to a streetlight that would cause someone to have nosebleeds. Radar operators get nosebleeds. We know of that. That's well documented. And so do people who have large amounts of microwave radiation. It causes a thing called relay. Basically, blood stacking, and that creates people to have nosebleeds. So anyway, this lady had had nosebleeds. I still wasn't really convinced. Um, so what I did, I brought a meter from 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 work, and I measured the radiation in her bedroom was 2,000 millivolts. That's pretty toxic. Uh, Maximum exposed a person to, uh, it's the Council of Europe direction, so the National Courts have said 200 millivolts, and she was at 2,000. 
So she was 10 times over what would be deemed safe, which is significantly higher than what would be deemed safe. And she would be in breach of building regulations and codes, basically building. And, that, and that's what this, uh, this technology has actually achieved. So we have 31,875 of these high-gain dielectric lens antennas situated in a very, very small area called Gateshead. So basically what the local authority have done, they've built the, the area into a microwave oven. Now, a little bit later on, I hadn't actually physically seen one of these antennas and I ended up uh, getting my hands on one. One of the lightning people from the council had uh, ended up uh, passing one to me. Uh, as he was telling me that these were perfectly safe. Unfortunately, on inspection of the product, I realised that it wasn't just a, a very powerful transmission network. I realised that it was, in fact, a weapon system. So you're saying, now, Mark, I mean, you're saying that these lights, these LED lights, the antennas that they have on top, that's actually a 5G that is absolutely 5G. 5G, 5G first and foremost operates in a sub-gigahertz range. Now, you'll hear lots of the mainstream narrative talk about higher frequencies, higher data rates. I'm going to tell everybody now and anybody that listens to this, first and foremost, 5G is a weapon. It's not about your telecommunications, and it's not about downloading speeds on the, on the computers, etc. This is here to kill. This is masquerading as control management systems, smart meters, all these devices, all this smart SMART stands for Secret Militarized Armaments and Residential Technology. So anybody who's got any SMART devices, just be warned. Repeat the acronym again, because I've said it a long time. SMART is not SMART, but repeat the acronym. It's Secret Militarized Armaments and Residential Technology. So SMART actually stands for equipment that's being developed for the battle space. So all SMART devices are significantly have significant issues attached to them. Most of the technology was developed to fight a war. Whether it's data gathering, whether it's, you know, whether it can actually attack a person, all the frequencies are problematic. It can be used specifically to attack certain, um, certain sort of organs, certain parts of the body. Lots of these signals. I mean, the military have been testing these, uh, these, uh, these signal systems for their potency and their lethality for very, very many years. In fact, this goes back to the forties. You know, these signal systems were tested on people in camps. This uh, technology obviously became a lot more sophisticated, a lot more developed, so where you had very large weapon systems, they are then, you know, the sort of thing you can actually put into a suitcase now. So, you know, things have moved on significantly. So these antennas, how I knew the antenna was part of a weapon system and not a telecommunications, it had what's called a dielectric lens. So this particular antenna is... The target acquiring weapon system. So what it does, it's a scanner. So it can scan its environment. It picks out a target and then it has a, what's called a dielectric lens. And that dielectric lens can deliver a focused microwave radiation signal similar to, you know, for lay people, very similar to, let's say, a laser. It's basically called a maser. Um, and it's what's called a direct energy weapon. So you can actually collimate a signal. So you can pull a lot of energy through air into a very small area. Well, that then becomes a weapon, and that weapon can be used. Now, the reason for these particular antennas, they're supposed to be for autonomous cars. So let's say if you've got an autonomous car, the antenna picks up, you can 3D map the environment, it picks up the autonomous car and it fires this large database signal supposedly at the vehicle. 
But what I'm going to tell everybody, autonomous cars are a complete and utter scam. They're there for one reason, to justify the rollout of this weapon. And because obviously somebody's got to fit these, somebody's got to design them, somebody's got to be told somewhere along the line. It's basically how you compartmentalize uh, people developing this technology so they don't know what's really going on. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, you get people fit these pieces of equipment and a lot of them believe the narrative that it's got something to do with autonomous cars. Well, I'm going to tell people autonomous cars are a scam. Now we know that because obviously the radar from one vehicle would be pretty problematic. By the time you had 30 or 40 vehicles, all emitting microwave radiation and radar, whether it be LIDAR, so it's a, it's a laser, uh, radar cross, or whether it be well, some of that type of microwave radiation phased array signal system from an autonomous car, from one vehicle it would be problematic. In fact, BMW did a study and they've, they've ascertained at least, they've actually got evidence of at least two people's pacemakers has been affected by Vehicles, you know, when they're, when they're actually reversing and uh, doing this automated parking thing, well, they've actually got issues of uh, people's pacemakers being affected by that. Now, obviously, that's pretty life-threatening. However, that's that's a, a, a radar signal that's travelling at very, very low speed. And obviously, when you're reversing a vehicle in, you're not travelling at speed. So as soon as you start to travel at speed, then obviously the power density, you, have to, you really do have to get some radiation out there uh, from your vehicle. Now, one vehicle, let's say it wouldn't be too problematic, wouldn't be very good, but it wouldn't be very dangerous either. Imagine having 50 cars on a motorway, or 100, all pouring out microwave radiation, or it'd be laser, or laser radiation, so you've got LIDAR systems. LIDAR systems are pretty problematic. These are on the top of the battle tank, by the way. They're used for to do battlefield interrogation. However, if somebody's sitting up the hill with a pair of binoculars or a telescopic sight, and that class one laser catches that sight, it'll put your eye out. So therefore, anybody, I mean, has anybody warned anybody about the autonomous vehicles that are driving about, not to look at them through a pair of binoculars, or whatever you do, don't look at them through a telescopic sight, because that would be really, really dangerous. But nobody's warned anybody. So we've got this technology being tested on the people are on the roads, and it's it's a scam because it's basically so they can roll a weapon system out on top of you and harm you because nobody can tell me that somebody hasn't done the multiplication. This is one of the things that I find unbelievable. All these devices are tested. I mean, not 5G. The 5G antenna is not tested. It would fail any regulatory guideline and test. And that's what we found from the recent congressional hearing where Senator Blumenthal asked the industry if 5G had actually been tested or if there was any safety data. And the industry, the FCC and the FDA have actually admitted that there isn't any. The reason why there isn't any and the reason why it wasn't tested is because it's off the battlefield. And it would never pass a test. It's never going to pass any test. So that's why you wouldn't test it. And especially, well, it wouldn't pass a test for safety, let's put it like that. I mean, it's absolutely ludicrous. You build a weapon system and then expect it to pass a safety test, but it's just absolutely crazy. I mean, if anybody wants to go and, you know, there's a, there's a video there, 5G apocalypse, I suggest people go and watch that. Uh, you'll get some understanding, but I'm going to say one thing to people. Don't believe a word I say. Not one word. Due to cognitive dissonance, because of the information that I'm handing over here, it is unbelievable. I find it unbelievable, so consequently, if I find it unbelievable, and I'm a weapons expert, 
than everybody else will. So what I'm saying to people is, the information I'm having, I know about, do your own research. You'll find it's absolutely terrifying. So the, 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 the local authority, they roll this equipment out. I then bring it to their attention. Uh, it caused me a significant number of issues. Our police at the door, basically, what, what you could class as gang stalking. And then what happened, uh, we ended up in court. The council stated that I was a um, fear mongra and I was scaring people and I was scaring vulnerable people in the community by telling them that this equipment would kill them. That's what I was, t- I was telling the truth. And they took me to court, gagged me. They wanted to take away my freedom of speech. Uh, people might find that pretty bizarre. But this is, you know, this is England. Anyway, the judge saw good sense and he wouldn't gag me. He basically said to counsel, you must debate this and you must debate the risks of 5G. Because what he came out in that court case where he realised that I was in fact an expert in this particular field where the council had said, the science I'd sent to them and the technical details I'd sent to them didn't amount to anything. By but the way, said, by the way, Mark, I don't mean to interrupt you, but what is happening in your country with freedom of speech? I'm thinking of Tommy Robinson and I'm t- thinking of other people. What's happening to freedom of speech? Well, it's a total takedown. I mean, obviously, the, the British judicial system's on trial here. I mean, we did. I mean, to, to be fair, the, uh, the judge in the uh, in the in the first case, he did refuse to guard me, and he actually stated against it, counsel. This is democracy in action, and he warned them that they must open up the democratic process because once I'd actually found out what was going on, and you can understand from the council's perspective, they're running for the hills. I mean, this is the sort of thing where they end up in prison. Yeah, so the, you know, and I actually stated that in, a, in the council chamber, I actually said to them, you know, that I said to the chief executive, when it all comes out, you're going to prison. And I meant it. Because they'd already had all of the scientific documentary evidence of me to show that this will kill. This is a reckless environmental crime that they've committed. It's through stupidity, greed, or whatever you want to call it. However, I expected when I sent them the documentary scientific evidence, the published evidence on this, and the technical data that I had, I expected them to do something about it because they have a duty of care. They, the law is absolutely on my side. However, you know, the, the, the council have used the law in a very, very, uh, let's see, not the, not the correct way. And they've ended up trying to take me back to court. And the next time I go back to court on the night of May, they want to send me to prison because they want to guard me. They want to shut me up. Want to shut down the uh, freedom of speech by sending me to jail? Because obviously you can't do a great deal from there. And they're trying to shut down my campaign where I'm warning people in this country that unless we stop 5G, we'll die. But if you go on trial, I'm not sure exactly what, how the law operates there, but I believe it's somewhat similar to here. If you go there, don't you have to provide your evidence and they have to hear it? That's well, what the, the, the council have actually applied to the courts to have all of my evidence struck out. Unbelievable. They've actually written to the court to ask for my evidence to be struck out. Now, whether a judge allows them to strike that evidence out is, will, happen, will, will remain to be seen. I'm hoping that he doesn't. And obviously, we uh, have all the evidence to show that what I'm saying is correct. How they ended up taking me back to court is because I wrote to every councillor, so all our elected councillors and officials. 
Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.